minds with the chip inside I can link and digitize that which prior to this was higher than science could ever devise This is a neural interface, we're gonna stick it in your face Still it in your brain and interlace There's an arms war on and we're gonna win the race Leave everything a race, bring the base Welcome to Dangerous Minds, where we delve into the minds of biohackers, grinders, and take a closer look at the tech being implanted and developed by this community. Now, this is a special edition of DMP tonight, as we're sharing a recording of a talk at the last Body Hacking Con this past January. We're sharing this as a recap of great information that was presented, and as a reminder that the same team behind Body Hacks will be putting on another edition of the Body Hacking Con this coming spring. February 2nd through 4th, 2018, in Austin, Texas, for which tickets are on sale now. For more information, go to bodyhackingcon.com. Now, we look forward to seeing you there for the talks and panels or on the expo floor. Right now, all of us at DMP are gearing up for the Def for DEFCON here in a couple weeks. Now, the team from Bodyhacks will also be there. They have a table at the DEFCON Biohacking Village so be sure to stop by and say hi. But before we share these special clips with you, we want to thank our sponsor, Dangerous Things, who delivers custom gadgetry for the discerning hacker and biohacker. So check them out at DangerousThings.com. Also, we'd like to thank Axiom VPN, our solution for keeping our traffic on the internet protected and private. To learn more about the services they provide, please go to AxiomVPN.com. Now, if you or your organization is interested in sponsoring the efforts of Dangerous Minds podcast, please feel free to reach out to us through email at info at dangerousminds.io, and we'll be glad to talk to you about it. So, thanks for coming. Um, so, I identify myself as a cyborg because I'm both biologically and psychologically united to cybernetics. So, I have a couple of implants in my body that allow me to extend my senses beyond my natural ones. So um, since 2013, my body is connected to online seismographs that allow me to perceive the seismic activity of the planet in real time. So every time there's an earthquake uh, anywhere in the planet, I feel a vibration in my arm. So now I'm here in Austin, but if there's an earthquake in Japan or in Greece, I will feel a vibration in my left arm. And depending on the intensity of the earthquake, the vibration I would feel is stronger or weaker. So at the beginning, I had to get used to feel all these vibrations constantly every day. But after feeling all these vibrations, after feeling all these motions, when these motions became an emotion, it's when I felt cyborg. It's when I felt that my organism and cybernetics had united and given me a new sense, what I call the seismic sense. Hey, it's making noise. I think. Um, so we are used to see the, the world in this way. Um, with the lines of the continents, but on the, underneath the lines of the continents, there are the tectonic plates. There are 10 major uh, tectonic plates, 8 minor plates, and many, many microplates. And the tectonic plates are in constant evolution. They constantly evolve. They release and create tensions. They create earthquakes. And earth earthquakes are part of our nature. They have always existed. And at the same time, they are a very mysterious phenomenon. In 2010, my childhood friend Neil Harbison uh, and I uh, created the Cyborg Foundation, basically with three aims. I'm oh, sorry, it's like it's making noise. What should I do? I think it's too like this. Hello, it's better. Okay, sorry. 
So we created the Seraphund. <laughs> no, it's not. What should I do? <laughs> I can make it shorter. Yes. Touch it. Okay. So we created the Cyber Foundation basically with three aims. One is to help humans to become cyborgs. The other one is to defend the cyborg rights, like the, the freedom to be able to design yourself and your own perception. And the third one is to promote cyborg art as, a, as an art and, and social movement. Uh, the word cyborg well, comes from two words, uh, cybernetic organism, and it was created to define humans that modify themselves in order to survive in a space. But since it was created, it has been used in, in many different ways, and like all words, it keeps evolving. But on, on the endless definition of this word, we tried to nail it down in three different ways of being a cyborg. We think that one could be a psychological cyborg, which is the feeling of identifying yourself as a cyborg. Maybe most of you are already psychological cyborgs. Maybe when you, your mobile phone is running out of battery, instead of saying, my mobile phone is, my mobile phone is uh, running out of battery, say, I'm running out of battery. So there's already uh, a connection with technology. The other one could be a biological cyborg, which is the physical union between cybernetics and your organism. And the third one could be a neurological cyborg, which is the modification of the mind through the union between your, norga your organism and cybernetics. So if you add a new sense to your body and you wear it constantly, you eventually modify your mind. Um, also this year, we uh, co-founded Cyborg Nest that Libby was talking about, about it the, in the other room. And with this company, we, we offer sensors that are already made. With the Cyborg Foundation, we usually promote the, the extension of the senses, but like more individual way. Uh, we think that it's exciting to think about what you would like to perceive that you cannot perceive with your own senses. We think that it's exciting to see what each individual would like would like to extend. For me, it's was important movement, and maybe someone else will, would like to perceive something else. We imagine like maybe in 50 years you would go to a bar, and apart from asking like where you're from, you would ask what sense do you have. But in, in CyberNets, we offer sensors that are uh, already made. And the first one that we offered is the, the North Sense, which is an, an implant that can be anywhere, but that uh, we suggested to put it in the center of the body. And it vibrates every time you face North. So if, if you wear this for a, for a long time, you eventually gain the sense of orientation. And it's inspired also like with some sharks and birds can feel also the magnetic North. Um, so I'm, I'm a dancer and I'm a movement researcher. Since I've been studying uh, dance, I wanted to perceive movement in the deepest way I could. And I knew that with technology I could, I could do that. And my first experiment that I did, it was uh, about speed. As humans, uh, we don't have the sense of speed. So I wanted to, to have my sense of speed. And in order to do that, I create like this kind of glove that I would point at people and would tell me the speed of the people walking in front of me uh, on my glove. But that wasn't that good enough because, first of all, I had to point at people. And then I, I, saw, the, um, I saw the information on my hand. So I had like 5.2. And it was like I didn't want to know the speed. I wanted to feel the speed. I didn't want like, to use the technology, I wanted to become the technology. So in order to do that, with the help of a friend, we, we transformed these in a pair of earrings. And I had like two pair of earrings that vibrate every time 
someone was walking in front of me. So if someone was walking from right to left, I would feel a vibration on my right ear and then on my left ear. And depending on the interval of each vibration, I would know the speed of the people walking in front of me. And that also allowed me to perceive movement in my eyes, my eyes closed. And I did like a project with that, so I realized that uh, there's like a, a common sense of our, how we walk. So you probably will walk faster if you are in London than if you are in Rome. And I found this very fascinating, that there's like this common movement sense. So I decided to do a project of going to each capital of Europe, defining uh, the city by the speed of the citizens. So I created like a movement dictionary. So and the, this dictionary, for example, Paris has the movement quality of the people in Paris or the London and Rome. So I realized that the fastest city in Europe is London and the slowest is the Vatican City because basically it's just one line. No one, no, no one runs there. Um, after experimenting this for a while, I decided to turn around my earrings and that allowed me to perceive presence behind me. And that changed a lot, like how I experienced my, my surroundings, my uh, space awareness. And I feel that, yeah, all our senses are focused uh, a lot in the, in, the, in, the, in the front of our body, but in the back of our body is like very dead sensory talking. So this like opened like my space awareness. And I feel like actually this sense, we give this sense to our machines, like cars can, can feel what they have behind them, but actually we don't, we don't feel that, especially in the in busy cities when a lot of people are, are trying to go uh, to go fast and there's someone blocking you the way. I don't know. I really find that useful. I think we all should have uh, feeling what's behind. And after perceiving what we uh, having moved after experimenting with all these senses, like I wanted to perceive something more universal something that didn't be depend on people or objects around me. And as a dancer, I guess you can create movement or you can find movement. And I wanted to find something like, I'm like very interested in finding very imperceptible imperceptibles movement. And I realized that not only humans move, there are many things that move and in many different ways. And the earth is constantly moving, not only rotates, but it shakes every, every... And a special thanks to the team at Body Hacks for sharing this recording with us. And remember, if you're able to make it out to Austin, Texas for Body Hacking Con, it'll be worth the trip. For the panels and the topics covered are just a small portion of the action. With the activities and networking available with the other attendees is the true payoff. So, our loyal listeners, if you'd like to know more about this journey we take weekly, check out the DMP homepage, DangerousMinds.io, or go to our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash DangerousMindsPodcast. Please keep in mind, events like these are listed on our DMP Google Calendar, and if you have an event that you would like to add to it, please email us more information about it at info at dangerousminds.io. Now, all of us would like to thank you for joining us as we floor, further explore the tech and the people behind it within this fastly growing community of biohacking, grinding, and implantable technology today. If you like the programming we share and the work we are doing in the community, please support us by going to our Patreon page and becoming a supporter at www.patreon.com forward slash dangerous minds.
And please feel free to reach out to us with questions or comments, and perhaps we might one day talk to you about the work and or projects you're exploring and developing. Until next week, seek the spark. Scientific progression is steamrolling, there's no preventing it going ahead. Now we're intrinsically linked with technology, biology as we know it is dead.